Today is January 8th. Pirates Fest was a big hit this weekend, right? What, what wasn't it? Oh, well, Steelers made the playoffs to distract you for at least another week. Let's talk Pirates Fest. You're listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Yins guys, thank you for listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast, where we talk all about them Pittsburgh Pirates and that. My name is Josh, and I am joined, as always, by my brother Jake. What's up, Jake? What's going on, man? I I, I keep forgetting where that button is. <laughs> Delay, <laughs> delaying that music at the beginning. That's oh. funny. Hey, you know, you know, you know what button I keep forgetting to find? Your mute. My my clean my room button oh okay i gotta i gotta you can't see it because it's i'm blocking it right now there's a pile of junk on my couch right behind me (laughs) i mean (laughs) clothes you know so we did a lot of traveling last week right you know we went home and everything and i literally got back at three o'clock in the morning down here had to be at work early in the next morning and i've been working every day since and i'm like I have no time to clean. <laughs> we used to, uh, Katie used to travel a lot for her job. And a lot of times there would be just like a bunch of clothes that would find their way to this chair that was in our bedroom. And I mm-hmm. used to call it Travel Mountain. Because like they, when, you're tra- when you're traveling like that, it is just kind of like you get home and you just throw. Uh, mm-hmm. It's funny. A little bit of karma. I've got a chair by my dresser now just covered in clothes. Just covered in clothes. She calls that chair my dresser. So it's it's coming back at me. Yep, that's fair. And I work you from home. Get mad. I don't yeah. travel. <laughs> it's just all those clothes I don't wear because uh, I'm constantly wearing sweatpants. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, we did travel, though, this weekend. We did. We got to go back home uh, and go to Pirates Fest. Mm-hmm. And... I've, I think I said this a couple of weeks ago, my wife's family, uh, her, on her mom's side, there is, is Serbian. So Serbian Christmas is today as we're recording this is today, January 7th. So there was some festivities today and then we got back into town tonight and I love driving in the winter with snow and oh, it yeah. wasn't a lot of snow. It wasn't a lot of snow. The roads, we, I mean, we talked about is if it's going to be bad on Sunday, maybe we don't get to do the Christmas thing. And so either way, uh, it was fine. The roads were fine tonight. They were totally That's fine. Good. Yeah. It was not even not a thing. They were wet. So <laughs> it was fine. There was some snow, though, for Pirates Fest. And when we left Pirates Fest, the roads were not good. There were several, I say several, pretty loosely. There was somewhere between two to four wrecks. I remember four. Katie said only two. She might have been looking at her phone. So I'm going to stick with four. (laughs) But either way, um, we're going to talk a lot about Pirates Fest. I unfortunately was not able to stay in town long enough to go to this. I had to come back, but. Yeah. You might want to clarify about your your medication right now. (laughs) You said you were going to bring it up at the beginning. I forgot. And then like you were delayed when you said that. So I think you probably need to clear the air a little bit. (laughs) So, 
<laughs> feel like I'm getting a little bit of a scratchy throat, right? So I like I get home from work this evening and I'm like, I'm gonna pop some pills that way I'm good to go. You know, mask the the symptoms, take the pills, eat, start uh doing something else, getting pizza ready to make, and I happened to look over the box and it said PM. I'm like, oh shoot. <laughs> <laughs> So Jake's going to so, slow down as this episode yeah, goes, I, I imagine. Mean, maybe. Maybe, we'll maybe how, not. We'll see how it goes. The good thing is, is you're combating it with caffeine. So I nothing am. can my, go wrong. Right, right. <laughs> or everything. One Do you remember two. when we were traveling with the band and I took an allergy pill of some sort that ended up being a nighttime? And I was the only one allowed to drive this rental van that we had. So I, we stopped and I grabbed a five hour energy and I just remember being like glued to the wheel, just freaking out. And I think I said at one point, I just feel like there's like a thousand men inside of my body having a fight with each other. And somebody was like, I think Dude. that was after I was done, man. Cause I don't remember a rental. Oh, no, maybe it might've been Ford Aerostar kicking. I thought it was a, I don't know, man. Maybe it was like a cornerstone trip or something. I thought you would have been there. Anyway, it was rough. <laughs> it was really rough. I remember pulling over and saying, like, I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> so everybody got, I could have swore, like, Nate was there. Nate wouldn't have been there if you weren't there. Nate was yeah, definitely huh? there. Nuh-uh. Yins, we're all done at the same time. Okay, we're, let's, we're getting off there. Yeah, sorry. All right, listen, guys. Um, <laughs> let's get going. We're going to talk about uh, Pirates Fest, I guess there's a little bit here. Uh, Perez signing made official. Max Kranick designated for assignment. Kind of hope we get to keep him. <laughs> yeah. I think there's yeah, a little there's bit there. some promise in that arm. Uh, yeah, I'm if a little If it can bit, stay healthy. I, I got to tell you, though, that when I go through this, now there's a list of guys that I could tell you right now that I'm, I'm okay with them. Like, there is. There's a list of guys that I would say, like, yeah, it's fine if they're gone. Mm-hmm. It's fine if they're off there. Unfortunately, one of them has been brought up recently, and Bailey Falter unprompted uh, brought up about him being a part of this, uh, I guess, rotate. Not really rotation, but like an important part of the staff. Uh, yeah. And that was when nobody said, how about Bailey Falter? He just brought it up on his own. And I'm like, that kind of stinks. Because <laughs> uh, he's one of them, right? Yeah. After that, it probably isn't pitchers. It probably is like position players. Like, I mean, Alika Williams is great defensively, but like it wouldn't bother me, right? No. Yeah. You got the, you know, I guess he's probably number one on my list that I would have thought. Maybe Sanchez, where we don't know what their plan is with him and catching. Mm-hmm. I it's probably take a look at it. Um, after that, it's a really short list. What does that tell you except when you start signing guys and having to designate guys that you're kind of like, I thought there was something there, that's a good sign. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's a good sign, and I'm not, you know, claiming World Series here, but but you're getting rid of players. Yeah. you've Well, and it's the fact that, you know, you're at least good enough that you now have to designate guys who are, who have something there. Who some right. people are saying, hey, I was, you know, there people said the same thing about Andre Jackson. You know what I mean? Because everybody's got their own little guys. Like some people say they they didn't see anything for Max Granick. Some people say they didn't see anything for 
you know, all, you know, some of these different guys, but you know, it's there. Uh, it's a good sign. You're, you're getting rid of guys that you think have something there, right? That somebody mm-hmm. somewhere says, oh man, I'm bummed about that. Yeah. Anyway, Max Kranick. Be nice if we could see him kind of come back from that injury. Right. As a pirate. Mm-hmm. But if not, um, I, I get it. You got to pitch. Right. <laughs> right. You got to pitch. 100%. So Martin Perez is finally official. He's finally on the roster. Um, 33? Is that possible? How old he is? No, nah, number 33. That's not possible. Oh. I just, I'm just looking at the roster. That's You can't do that, right? Isn't that uh, the number retired for Honus Wagner? Pretty sure it is. Good. It's a good question. Uh, yeah. Question yeah. Yeah. He's not going to wear yeah. thirty-three. It's retired. <laughs> yeah. I just looked it up. He's not going to wear number thirty-three. We'll see what he wears. Anyway, why do we care about numbers? I don't know, but we always do. We always do. We always do. I always do. At least. I do too. All right. So you've been to you've been to Fire, Pirates Fest. You've been to Pirates Pest how many times now? <laughs> I think I'd been to four of them. Yeah, I was thinking that. The last one I was at was the one at PNC. So you you were at PNC. You were also at the convention center before. Um, This was actually my first Pirates Fest, which feels weird. Um, But it it was. I I really didn't. I would have guessed that. Yeah. It's not really my thing, huh? Mm -mm. It hasn't been. A big crowd of people in one spot. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it was a big crowd of people. And they were in one spot. They said, like, mm-hmm. there was, like... Here's the thing, though. They're always going to say, like, oh, 20,000 Pirates fans. Right? That's how many people claimed a ticket. Yeah. And then the and then the Steelers got flexed to Saturday. Congratulations to the Steelers, by the way. You lucked your way into the playoffs. And, <laughs> I mean, we all know it. Yeah. <laughs> but they're hot right now. Never know. Never know. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Sidetrack now. <laughs> Once the Steelers were flexed to Saturday, you know, a lot of people were like, yeah, screw it. I'm not going. Some people probably said, ah, the weather looks bad. I'm, I'm coming in from out of town. Just forget it. I'm not going to do yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, you know, there might have been other people that said, I, you know, it didn't look good enough for them or something. I don't know. Yeah. People got sick, whatever. Here's what I know. When, it, when they went up there, Katie claimed eight tickets. Two of us went. <laughs> so that situation probably happened too. Yeah. That, so ended up, there was a birthday party and all the kids were like, we were going to go to the birthday party. Our three-year-old was like, I want to go wherever you go, dad. And I'm like, all right, you can go to the Pirates thing with us. And then they were like, you can go to this party too. And at one point, Katie was like, there's a bounce house at both places. At this one, you're going to have to wait in line to get on it. <laughs> but ultimately, he switched from wanting to be wherever I am to being wherever his pappy was. Yeah. So... And, like, to be honest with you, like, I didn't know what to expect there. I didn't know what it was going to be like. I got to see, sure. like, our our parents and our, our older brother and, and his family was there. And so, like, I didn't know how much I was even going to see them. Like, I have no idea what I'm getting into here. I saw them <laughs> a lot. Like, we hung out a lot. So, yeah. got to see Owie and, and the, whole, the whole deal. So, we yeah. did run into each other. But saw a yeah. lot of people there. Saw a lot of people there. A lot of podcasters. 412 Double Play was there. I saw um, Neil, who's on NS9. I saw Gary and Jim from Pirates Fan Forum. Connor Williams. I'm trying to think if there was anybody else I ran into. I think that might have been it as far as the podcasters go, but also ran into some friends. Uh, Pirate Queen and Scrivener were there. 
talk to them. Seth Johnson, who's a listener that talks all the time, sends stuff on here. I, I stood and talked to him and his friend there for a while. Um, I'm certainly forgetting somebody else, but I should have wrote <laughs> are, them down. They are now mad at you. They are now mad at me. Okay. So uh, the overall experience was one of the things that I thought was was interesting because a lot of uh, a lot of complaints from this year. So it, as you know, it it was what a big open big open room. Mm-hmm. You could basically see the main stage from whatever you were doing. Ish. This was kind of like a. It was kind of like a work uh, convention. If you've ever been to one of those where you you go and you've. You get this schedule. This is going to happen in this room. This is going to happen in this room. Except they didn't give you that schedule. <laughs> they just were like, go. All the different rooms to go into for the autograph sessions. You had to get find your way into the rooms. There was a bigger room that had several things in it, including the main stage. But then like the, there was like this hallway lobby type area where most of the people were kind of at. And there really wasn't anything to do there except like go into the rooms where things were going on. Yeah. I felt like there was probably things that were there that I didn't see. And somebody's going to say, well, that was there. And I'll be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, that's what it felt like. Yeah. So I, I, I remember in years past, like, I know, I know I was talking to mom earlier and, and she, she had mentioned how you could go upstairs to get to the um, season ticket holder stuff and all that stuff. I remember when I was there, when it was at the convention center, they just had like a roped off area that was like VIP. <laughs> yeah, essentially that's all it was. Mm. And according to some uh, that responded about it, there was moments where the the kind of lounge for season ticket holders was underwhelming and there wasn't much there except for some snacky things. Mm-hmm. But then I guess there was some mixed because uh, then later on I guess there was some players kind of hanging out up there, and so there's a lot of bitterness around what's available for season ticket holders versus not season ticket holders, right? Mm-hmm. I guess my only take on that is like if you're not treating your season ticket holders with some extra perks, I think you're missing something there. You should be. They should right. get extra yeah. perks. They're they're season ticket holders. And as a as a business, as the Pirates business, let's let's forget about the team and building a roster because these are different people that do these things, right? Right. They, they, so the people that are in charge of getting people to buy season tickets, well they should be promoting this in some way. They should be letting us know why it's good to have season tickets. Sure. Because of, essentially <laughs> that's the revenue that they know they're getting. Right. They're, they're, they never say, well, our, our player payroll is based on season or based on ticket sales. If they are any, it's going to be season ticket sales because those are the only ones that are guaranteed. At least that's my right. understanding of it. I could be wrong. But Makes you sense, want though. season ticket holders. That's what yeah. you want. As a business, you should be giving them extra perks, but then talking about them. And promoting right. them, so you could get these extra perks today if you just go buy a ten game pack. You can get ad free streaming if you just go upgrade to the plus. Oh, you know like I mean? like Same no ads, of, right? Yeah, right. All these, all, you know, I mean, I was just trying I get to get what you, I was like, what you, yeah, you know that's a good I mean? point. 
Yeah, I, I just don't have a problem with season ticket holders getting some extra perks. Right. You know what I'm, I mean? I'm with you. I'm with you. That's uh, sure. I would have been. I would have liked to be there. There was the season ticket holders were allowed in early. They got a different autograph session than everybody else did. Um, if that does it for you, then get season tickets. Buy a ten game pack, and you right. could you could go there and wait in that line. I, you know what I mean? I to each his own, right? Autographs right. don't do a daggum thing for me. I don't care. <laughs> I I'll, I'd like to have a conversation with a guy, take a picture with him. Mm-hmm. That's the extent of it. I'm not gonna. The, I'm not gonna pay. The right there was a person. lot. There was a lot of other things too, where you know there was a lot of complaints about making people pay for autographs, making people pay to wait in line for an autograph. My question is, what are you gonna do with the autograph? Like, why does it matter that much? What are you gonna do with it? Do you're you gonna remember. You're gonna put you, it on you, your mantle. I pay for my Funko box. To, Funko Pops to put on my mantle, so I got no problem paying for that autograph. Right. Also, if you're right. going to sell it for money, then it's just an investment. It's no big deal. Right, right. Do you remember when we were in Cooperstown the first time, like when we were kids? <laughs> the first time? Win- That's the only time. You've never been back? I've never been back. Oh, I had. I thought you I thought you and Katie went not too long ago. We want anyway, to. Anyway. And we had kids. Well, when we were when we were in ki- when we were kids when we were in kids that's that's not it's terrible when we were kids and went to Cooperstown we had to wait in line at who was it like I mean there were names yeah oh yeah. Yogi Berra um I can't remember there was three people there yeah I remember they were charging like a hundred and sixty dollars an autograph yeah this is in the late nineties yeah <laughs> early nineties mid nineties well I, to like be that. honest with you though I think that autographed memorabilia back then probably was worth more money than it is now. So probably a little bit, but these are also a hall of famers. Yeah. Um, the big problem I had was the promotion of the $25 mystery ball. Um, former players, man. Yeah. Our mom, our mom got a Harleen Garcia ball. Gary made the joke. How did he even hold the pen to sign it? If he couldn't grip a baseball, it's hilarious. That's funny. But also, like, promote it as... I mean, here's the thing. Because there's a lot of lot of stink about that, too. That was a Pirates Charities thing. You're not paying Bob Nutting for that ball. Right. Uh, let's just forget that part. So, whatever. That's not going back to the team that's going to build fields. <laughs> anyway, kids. yeah. So, but they... That's shady. A, a lot of... A lot yeah, of Will Crow, Chase DeYoung... Heath Hembry, Cal Mitchell, like former players, man. Yeah. That's uncool. I don't know. I saw one take online that said they should let like um they should let like minor leaguers, like future like prospects sign those balls. Yeah. And then it'd be like, oh, who's this? And then you start to look into it. I thought it was a really great idea. That is a really good idea. I mean, obviously, we're not talking getting a Paul Skeens autograph. Like, we're talking about getting, you know, just some some of our other minor leaguers that, you know, have a chance to do something. Not these big ticket items, right? So, what, what we're, I guess what we're saying is if you're going to do unvaluable autographs that could possibly do anything, at least you could yeah. look these guys up and say, oh, I got an autograph from this guy. And then you kind of root for your mind. You know what I mean? I thought that was, like, if you're going to do... Stuff like that. I I don't know. I think Kanan Smith and Jigba is the only real name I heard that came from those. Like that's <laughs> that's actively on the Pirates. 
Yeah. And yeah, I, th- I don't think that was, I don't think general. that was, dude, if you've got a bunch of former players, that's not how to recycle. Throw those right. balls in the BP bin. Yep. That, that was, that's not cool. I have two autograph stories real quick. Okay. One, I was getting rid of some stuff. Pretty sure I came across a Pirates jersey that had Jack Wilson and Andrew McCutcheon on it. I'm pretty sure I either gave it to my mom or donated it to Google. <laughs> like, I was, I was just like, whatever, you know, the, I remember I had a baseball when we were kids. It was signed by like Vinny Castilla and mm. a bunch of Rockies because I was a big Rockies fan at the time. Mm-hmm. And we, we, we used it for BP. Mm-hmm. We needed a ball and I had... What was that like, orange? Use this remember one. that orange ball we had? Oh my gosh. That was signed That was signed by a bunch of... Uh, I don't even remember who it was signed by. It was signed by people before I was alive probably. Yeah. There was a lot like, of them on there. Like some yeah. old, old players. I, they were Pirates players. Pirates and maybe... Astros, good possibility. We had we had okay. So one of our one of our aunts um, was a big Phil Garner fan mm-hmm. when he was in Pittsburgh, and we knew him would would you know communicate with him back that back in those days, right back and forth, right those sort of things. Um, but also kept in touch. So when he was managing the Astros, we would always get tickets to go to those games. When he was managing the Brewers, we'd go up to Cleveland to games for, mm-hmm. for free. You know what I mean? Like, um, there's pictures of our older brother with Nolan Ryan when he was on the Astros, just because he got to go down in the clubhouse with with him. I, he knows him more, yeah. right? You know what I mean? But right, right. But either way, there. I think there was like Mike Scott on that ball, and you know what I'm saying? Like, there. Who knows? Maybe some, maybe Biggio or something stupid like that. <laughs> Either way, it, somebody dropped it in the toilet at one point. We just, we just hit it. We called it the toilet ball. Yeah, there was nothing. You know, there was just there was, it was just water. It was just the you know right, right. Yeah, but yeah, we just played with it. We didn't care. <laughs> um. Uh, anyway, we don't need to go. I. Katie has a story. Her There's, her cousin, um, they had a ball signed by Vita Blue, hmm. and then her her little cousin, um. Ended up signing everybody else's name on it too, like Katie, Pappy, you know, all the all the different names, whatever. You know I say Pappy, you, but what? But you anyway. know, there's at least one person that's listening to this right now with a paper bag. <laughs> <laughs> kids, man, and you know what though? I mean, there's a lot of those autographs things are great for kids. Kids didn't have to pay for anything, as far as autographs go. So you could wait in line for all that stuff anyway. The overall experience for me was fine. Uh, I had a good time running into people. I didn't like, I don't know. I didn't talk to any players. I didn't talk to anything like that. But um, we've wasted enough time on this kind of stuff. I thought it was fine. I think it's good that the Pirates do something like this. And I think as we go into one of the biggest things that I wanted to see, and that was the management Q&A. You had Travis Williams... Ben Sherrington and Derek Shelton on stage and all the pre-screened questions, right? That everybody was already mad about going into it. Uh, turns out there was more questions that were asked by the crowd than there were from those pre-screens. Mm. And, and to be honest with you, the pre-screened ones weren't layups. They started off with payroll and you got a typical answer from Travis Williams where he beat <laughs> around the bush saying, well, it's not just payroll. We also pay money for development. We have a great 
and and all those things are like, yeah, it's fine. Those things are true. That's that's a good thing. Whatever you do, all your stuff in the Dominican. But we've heard this before. And what's, a, what's happening with it? Well, that yeah. So what, he said, what are player we developing? Yeah. How is it going well? Why don't you talk about that? <laughs> if you think it's going well, I, I think there's mixed opinions on that, right? Yeah. I think there's a lot that they could point to that's going well. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're if you're referring to injuries, uh, which would be one of the questions I would have, somebody actually asked that. Hey, what about injuries? How's come our guys, how's come our pitchers are getting hurt? What gives? And I really liked Ben Sherrington's answer because it's something that we've talked about on this show. Yeah. He said this isn't a Pirates problem. Right. This is a Major League Baseball problem. And he said that he that he said that according to numbers of injuries and things like that, that we're the Pirates are right around the average number of injuries. And then said, obviously, we'd like to be below the average. That's not okay. <laughs> we want to be below. But he did say that, the, and you know, he brought up a couple uh, things that I wasn't aware of. There's there's a group, um, there's a group of people that they've formed in Major League Baseball uh, that are that are digging into this and looking into the injuries and how, like, why they're happening at the rate that they are and how it can be prevented. Um, and you know, they're not just saying like, "Well, let's just take it easy." <laughs> they're not. I mean, it's obvious to me. Don't throw max effort every pitch. We just fixed it, but that's yeah. not going to happen, right? So they're doing it within the confines of the way that people want to do things. Um, I thought it was interesting to know that like there is a specific, it's not surprising to know, right? It's not surprising to me that they're not, that they're doing this, but it is, you know, it's good to actually hear it come out that, that major league baseball is looking into this, that it is an actual thing. And so, you know, they'll, they'll benefit from that as every, as every team will. And it needs to happen because somehow we've got starting pitchers who can't go deep into games unless they're getting hurt, and yet their price is going up in free agency. Mm-hmm. It's the most backwards thing I've ever seen. I, I wouldn't pay for a starting pitcher today. <laughs> I'd, I'd just say my starting pitchers are going 80 to 100 pitches. You're getting taken out. Nobody's getting hurt. I don't care what you do. If you're effective, you'll throw more innings. If you're not, you won't, and I'll figure it out. I'm done with it. <laughs> I, that's the only way it's, you're going to keep them healthy. Crazy. It is crazy. hundred pitches. If that gets you through four, that's on you. If it gets you through six, great job. But you're throwing a hundred pitches because I need you to throw five days from now without your arm falling off. Yeah. Who what was the famous quote from uh, Sandy Koufax? I became a good pitcher when I quit trying to make them miss and tried to make them hit it. Hmm. His curveball says something else. <laughs> right. <laughs> But still, it is it is like there is something for that. You know what I mean? I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. There's there's a way that you can be efficient and throw. I think like even this max effort thing, like just throw more strikes and you'll be more efficient. You yeah. know, if I don't know, then you can throw max effort and still get through five or six innings and a hundred pitches. I don't. I mean, hey, everybody in baseball is looking for a walk. Start throwing more strikes. You're gonna get ahead and counts. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot we could talk about pitching, but I thought that was interesting about the pitching injuries, and it was a good response. I honestly felt like they did a pretty good job of answering the questions. You know that they're going to give you GM talk. 
You know that they're going to talk. They have to. I wouldn't expect them to be completely transparent, but I do expect them to be honest. And I felt like they were. They weren't completely transparent, obviously. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's not. they're right. not going right. to show their cards. And quite frankly, that's none of our business. They're doing their job, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people say, no, they're not. That's fine. You're, you're entitled to that opinion. <laughs> you're right. allowed to have that opinion. I'm okay with that. I don't know that I agree 100% that they're doing everything right. You know what I'm saying? But also, some of that is my opinion. Right. And their opinion could be different. So I'm okay with them acting on their opinion. It's their job. You know what I mean? I, <laughs> yeah, I can I, disagree with it too. I'm allowed right. to disagree with it. And we do. We disagree with a lot of it. One of the things that was asked was about Derek Shelton's uh, batting orders, why they change all the time. And I thought, he could, I thought he could have said, this is a baseball thing, but he didn't. He basically, um, he gave a long answer that could have been answered by him saying, analytics tells us a lot of that. But instead, he said, we look at, and he literally named all the different things that they look at and the different things that goes into changing a lineup and all of these things. And and the one thing that he didn't say, like I thought he overshared in that. I was like, well, that was a in-depth answer. He basically yeah. said, these analytics tell us this, but without without using the word analytics. He actually explained the, the things that they're looking at, which I thought was like, wow, that was actually a really good answer. It was informative. The only thing yeah. he didn't say is, hey, look at Brian Reynolds. He hit second every time. And the more guys that 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 prove themselves and show that they are a consistent everyday hitter, they'll find their spot in the lineup too. Yeah. But he didn't say that. And he could have said that. Because that's really the truth. <laughs> Once we get really good players, they'll find their spot in the order. Yeah. Instead, we're playing merry-go-round trying to get the best matchup for today's game. And yeah, I, it's just hard to disagree with that. He had an answer, man, and he didn't hem-haw around. He knew exactly why. Hopefully, for those of you who like that lineup, I mean, look at Brian Reynolds. He he hit second all but yeah. a couple of times. It'll continue to happen. Um, Where are we at here? 31 minutes in. You want to take a break? I'm going to try to – Jake said, can we put a break in here today so I can walk around and, and be awake? You, you want to take – you want to walk around a little bit? Might as well. All right, let's take a break for a second, and we'll be right back. So we've got still some some big things that I heard. A couple of the really, really um, important ones, actually. Kind of save them for this spot. One of them, well, yeah, one of them was O'Neill Cruz. The question was asked about Cruz, how he's going, how he's looking. We've heard Derek Shelton say before, that he saw videos of him and it made him smile. Right? Yeah. And he said the same exact thing. He said, one of my favorite parts of the day was getting up and getting our email or whatever. I forget how he said it. Pretty sure it was an email or a message or whatever of videos of him taking BP. And he said, it just makes you smile. He said, and the biggest thing was that as he's watching it, he's watching O'Neill smile and he'll say things like if you've ever been around O'Neill Cruz you know that that smile's important and he's a fun guy and <laughs> the idea the thing is though and this is where it gets to it they basically doubled down saying he's good he's a hundred percent it's all fine 
They yeah. expect no setbacks. They said, as far as like easing him in, they said, I mean, when we get to spring training, we'll see if that's even anything that's needed. But it'll mostly happen in spring training, like it does mm -hmm. every year with everyone. Right. I thought it was important that they came right out and said it. And they've been very clear about it. This is the second time he did that at winter meetings. And then him and Ben both did it there at Pirates Fest saying, he's good. So we will hold him to it now, right? Right. We know right. that he's there. He's good to go. Um, what was the other thing? Did we talk about the multi-year offers yet? I think so. Didn't we touch on that at the beginning? I don't know. I don't remember if I talked about it or not. Yeah, I'm I'm pre I'm pretty sure you already talked about it. Okay, I know we talked about it before. They've offered multi-year contracts to free agents. He even said pitchers at one point this yeah. season, this offseason. They have offered those. I don't remember saying that during the episode. Uh, maybe it was our pre pre yeah. chat that I'm re that I'm remembering. You're on drugs if you remember. <laughs> <laughs> Take, you're taking uh, the PM stuff right now. Anyway, uh, yeah, it was asked why they were only signing one-year deals. Um, and this was before Sean Mania just signed with the Mets. Mm -hmm. And after hearing that on Saturday and seeing the Mania stuff, knowing that a while ago there was rumors that the Pirates offered Mania a contract and he declined it, Seeing that he only signed for $14 million has me believing that they probably offered at least that. At least, right. I'll say this, at least close to that. The question is why he didn't sign here. My biggest guess, I have no information. I'm not <laughs> like that. I don't have any information on this. My guess is the opt-out. You're essentially signing Sean Mania to a one-year deal. Yeah. The, the second year doesn't mean a daggum thing because he will opt out. He just did it with the Giants. He will do it again yeah. until he's able to say, I'm signing three years, 20 million each year. And that'll probably happen next year because he added that sweeper and the dude's really good now. <laughs> like, I would have loved to have him. And the Pirates, in my opinion, should have overpaid the way the Royals did for the guys they got. Yeah. They should have overpaid. Yeah. They, they could have given yeah. him 16 or 17 million. He's better than some of the guys that did get that who were overpaid. Right. To get, you know what I mean? To go to the Royals. Like, you know, some of those guys are not worth that, even in today, even in the when you look at the what other guys are getting. Right. It's like, how'd that guy get more than that guy? Well, because <laughs> the Royals overpaid in order to get them there. And the Pirates yeah. should have done the same thing. However, I don't know that like I would have wanted Manaya yesterday. Maybe, maybe I still would have. Is he still good enough to be a number two? Maybe I don't really know. I think that I would have rather had Manaya than Perez, and I think that the offer to Manaya was before the Perez signing, right? So I'd have been fair. really happy about Manaya, where Perez, I'm like, all right, you know what I mean? It's a little bit different of a yeah. reaction, you know what I mean? Right. But anyway, apparently they've offered multi-year contracts, and I would assume this is one of them. Uh, I've heard a couple people uh, say that the Pirates will not do opt-outs. That's a non-starter, man. All the Boris guys are doing opt-outs, and he's a Boris guy. And I'm not, not saying anything why. about Boris. I have my thoughts on him and, and all that stuff. 
This isn't about that other than it's about opt-outs. I just don't understand why. They won't? We wouldn't do opt-outs. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, this isn't their fault, right? <laughs> this is right. the pirate's fault for not doing them. Right. Why Why wouldn't you? Right. I My mean, first thought was like, what if they gave him the opt-out, but then they said that the first year was going to be $12 million and the second year was going to be bigger? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then knowing that he's going to opt out, they tried to trick it. And he said no. But then I hear like a couple people say, well, the Pirates don't do opt-outs. And I'm like, well, then that would explain it. Because if they don't do opt-outs, then he's not going to sign a deal without an opt-out. Right. Unless you're going to give him that $20 million for three years. You know, three years, $60 million, He doesn't need an opt-out. Might right. still want one after two years. But either way. Uh, it just seems like most contracts now come with opt-outs. That's because most players have. I mean, there are other there are other agencies, right? I'm singling out Scott Boris. Yeah. That's not fair. He just has such a large piece of the market, and he's doing this a lot, right? He did it with Bellinger. I mean, there's just a lot of guys right now who he's done it with, and it's been his. That's his new pillow contract, right? It's a two year contract instead of a one year, but it has an opt out after the first year, and yeah. so and, and like I said, I'm not going to argue it. It's not, it's not stupid. No. There's a reason why they're doing it. It's a security blanket in case you don't do as well as you want. You get that second year. But if you do well enough to get more money, then you go get more money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is what he just did. He had a $12.5 million, uh, I believe, uh, option. He opted out. And then now he's he's got 14. <laughs> I think it's like 50. I forget what it is. I think it might be a little bit more guaranteed. Because there's a if he opts out, there's actually money that he gets still. Yeah. Which I think if it's your call, you go for free, but I guess not. All right. So anyway, multi-year offers are not like a no-no for Ben Sherrington, apparently. He's he's offered them. You can say that he's lying. That's your call. That's fit. You can say what you want. Uh, like I said, I'm choosing to I'm choosing to take what they say and hold them to it. If they're going to say that they've offered them, then that just means I expect to see one of them happen. And I'm not making an excuse. If you offered multi-years to Shamanaya, let's say, why didn't you get the deal done? Right. I'm not letting him off the hook saying, well, he offered it. No, no, no. Why didn't he make it happen? Why wasn't it signed? Figure that part out. If it's an opt-out, put the opt-out in. Get the guy. You know what I'm saying? Like we need to yeah. get, we need to start getting these things signed, not just offering them. We need them to actually put ink to paper. Yeah, and I, and I, and I get that, but it does feel a little bit good to know that they're in it. You know that they're willing. Uh, yeah, a I little guess. bit good. A little bit. A little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. At least he didn't say something like, "Well, we haven't found the right guy yet." You know right. what I mean? Like, right. you've offered, he, he didn't say one, right? Now, he didn't say how many, but he said, we've offered two guys. We've offered multi-year offers to players this offseason. Right. You Like I said, you can choose to believe that they're up there lying to you. That's just not, I don't, he has nothing to gain by saying that. He has nothing to gain by lying about that. Nothing. Right, because we still want to see the deal no, done. No, because I still want Then why aren't you getting them done? <laughs> Are you lowballing them? Like, pony up. 
Put the money on the table. Are you yeah. not offering the opt-out that they want? Put the opt-out in there. We need pitching for this year first. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right, yeah. And we'd, sure, we'd be critical if there was an opt-out. We probably would. We'd probably say, that's a one-year deal. He'll opt-out. I don't know if we'd be critical, but... Well... I mean, yeah, it, I guess critical isn't always the... Yeah. Oh, bad. Yeah. Anyway. We'd be critical. We would be. Henry Davis is catching. He was going to be catching before Andy Rodriguez's injury. We've already talked about that. They confirmed as much. They said he's working a lot. They've said a lot of the things that he's doing to work a lot. And um, some of that, you know, there's a lot of good things coming from that. Henry Davis was talking a lot. There's apparently a lot of progress. Uh, I found out, I feel like I've heard this, but he talked at length about working with Jason Kendall and how that's going you know, getting an opportunity to work with Jason Kendall on catching. And I couldn't help but in the back of my head think, you guys didn't talk hitting, did you? Because Jason Kendall got hit by a lot of pitches, and we really need Henry Davis to stop getting hit by pitches. Yes. <laughs> we need him to hit pitches, not let's, get hit by pitches. Let's not talk to Jason Kendall about their hitting approach. <laughs> right. I even heard somebody behind me uh, a little bit later saying something like, I don't even remember Jason Kendall catching. He was, you know, younger. And another guy was like, oh, he was the guy when I was a kid. He used to wear that huge elbow pad and just put it out over the plate and get hit all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, exactly what I'm thinking here. Let's talk catching. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I thought it was pretty cool. You know what I mean? And he talked yeah. about how that was really, that was really cool. That was in the Young Bucks question answer, which... You know, we could probably get to a little bit of that as well. The other big thing was, speaking of Andy being hurt, was winter ball. Because I learned something new. Probably should have led the show off with this. <laughs> really should have. Um, it's the player's call unless they've reached a certain amount of playing time or they spent a certain amount of time injured. Yeah. If they're native to that country, Venezuela, Dominican, um, it's their call. It's not the Pirates' call. They actually, the player has the right to do it, and the Pirates can't tell Andy Rodriguez not to play winter ball. So that kind of answers our question. Now, I made a case that how it's important to him, and you don't want to keep him from it. The guy really didn't have a great offensive year. He could have used the at-bats. So, I mean, he's still a young player. I was in favor of him doing that. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, he said, we support that. Which is a good thing. You want to you want to support that, yeah. uh, but he also he he made it clear there's there's more success stories than there are of injury stories, and I thought that was a fair thing to say too. But I thought it was really interesting. They do have control over like domestic players. So like if Henry Davis wanted to go play in the Dominican to work on uh, catching, they could say no. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they've, that makes sense. they've even said we've done that too, though, because it does give them high level competition to go down there for two to three weeks and get some really good experience. Yeah. So there is some of it there that he says is really good and more times than not, it's a good experience and it's not a problem, but there've been a couple guys injured this year. And he said, unfortunately, this kind of stuff happens and it sucks. Yeah. But I like the way he answered. I actually played you that clip. Yeah, it was cool. And uh, so I, I'm there, man. Yeah. Other than that, there was a lot of kind of, you know, typical answers that you would have expected to hear. 
But those were the highlighted ones for me. And to me, I was like, that's the most important thing. That's the most important thing. Yeah. Um, I did say, I did put a thing out there uh, looking for people to kind of comment and, um, and let me know what they thought of it. And we got a few responses here. Pirate Queen, we ran into Pirate Queen, like I said. Got to talk to her a good bit. Um, we go to see our friends. So, of course, we had a great time. If there's a picture, uh, if we get a picture with an alum or a player, an autograph, that's always cool, but that's secondary. It was organized. The floor plan was different, um, but it made fans explore. She's trying. It's nice of her. Um, uh, let's see here. We've got... Seth Johnson, I told you I ran into him. He said it was a great time. The Young Bucks segment, which is what we're going to talk about here in a minute, um, was great, uh, was neat. Got to see some of the personalities behind the developing talent. That was kind of cool. Yeah, you do got to get to see some personalities there. Rob Crouch said enjoyed it, unable to get uh, through an autograph session. But after a while, he stayed in the season ticket holder area. Once again, props to the season ticket guys. Um Yes, he bought one of the blind bags, <laughs> so he probably got <laughs> some crazy one, but ended up, I think he said he got an Andrew Knapp photo signed. This is another former player. Uh, but um, ended up getting a Keller jersey. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought there was a couple other ones, but it looks like that's all that I have on here now. But some people had a really good time. I, it's not that I didn't. I just, you know what I mean? Right. It's just an right. interesting time. Um, there was a Young Bucks question and answer. It was uh, Triolo, Piguero, Gonzalez, Priester, and Davis. That's where I heard Davis talk about Jason Kendall. That's where I heard, um, I guess that's all I talked about there. One of the cool things I thought that they said was they were asked, who's next? Who's the guy that you played with that we should be excited to see? Dude, across the board, Jared Jones. Across the board. And that was really, it was kind of promising because, the, you know, you always wonder. But those yeah. kind of questions are always really, you want to hear who the players think is really good. Um, Pagaro said J.C. Flowers was was one of his guys. He was, he said Jared Jones, but he said J.C. Flowers. Um, I'm trying to think if there was anybody else. I feel like that was, like, it was across the board, like Jared Jones is a stud. And, and you know, Hearing them say it makes me more excited about Jared Jones. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like when the when the players promote other players. And if you um if you're familiar with with Gary and the fan forum and inside the Bucks basement, he wrote an article and he mentioned how a lot of the players, when they asked about who is a is somebody to look for to kind of break out, and it seemed like unprompted a lot of people brought up Pagero to have a lot of power this year. And th- it's the same sort of thing. Like, it's important to hear who players think are going to be good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, this is development. Except <laughs> this money's going to good use in development. <laughs> I see what you're saying. <laughs> you got anything else to that? I mean, yeah. I mean, you're, you're paying a lot for development, so. Yeah. Uh, you know, I... There's a lot that goes into that. I get it. They're paying a lot of money. There were some Skeens questions. Guy's nothing new. He's not going to be there. They use the same answer they always do. He's going to be the one to tell us. And -hmm. that's not verbally. That means they've got things that they want him to check off. Oh, you know, I did. I sent you a text I thought was really interesting. 
they asked Triolo what position he'd really like to play, like other than third, because oh, Key's yeah, locked yeah. up. And they said, you know, hey, what? where do you like? And he said, I was tasked with an assignment for the offseason to get familiar with second base and first base and shortstop as long as keep up on third base. They're clearly going to want to use him across the infield. But, which is perfect. Which is perfect. But also the fact that, like they said, it, this was my task for the offseason. And he said, I'm, I'm ready for all of them. Good. So I, I thought that I like was it. real. Yeah, I like it too. And he, uh, he understands his role. And that's kind of a tough thing to say too when you're like in that setting. You're almost like, because I'm going to be a backup. <laughs> 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 but I think it's the idea that like, He's ready to step in no matter where. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. There wasn't a whole lot. I did think that that was pretty interesting. There was a lot of cool things that were said there. Nick Gonzalez uh, looks up to Jack Wilson a lot, has worked a lot with Jack Wilson. Uh, we've heard that before, nice. but to me, that's why his defense has done so much better. Um, oh, Triolo graduated with Jeff Kent's kids. So he looks up to Jeff Kent huh. a lot. Um, that tracks. Yeah. Just thinking about him as a player and Jeff Kent as a player, I feel like it just, I could see that comp. Hmm. You think he's going to knock a ton of homers? That's fair. <laughs> Maybe. Like a big second baseman guy. Yeah. I forget. Uh, oh, Quinn Priester said Vic Black. There's a name. Oh, now he's been in. The, he's been like a coach, right? He's in the lower mm -hmm. levels for the Pirates, and that's where he referenced him. But I thought that was a really cool one, dude. I don't know, man. A lot of these players talk a lot about, uh, you know, Derek Shelton said in the management question and answer that his his conversation in spring is going to be about winning the division. Does that seem crazy to you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's just be honest. Yeah, it seems crazy because they didn't even go 500 last year. Right. So to sit here and talk about let's win the division seems crazy. And last year was a 14-win improvement from the year before. You don't get to do that two years in a row. Right. I mean, it can happen, obviously. Sure. It's sports. But, like, that's not – like, that's that's a huge success. If they Huge. go 14 more wins, which puts yeah. them at what? 90, right? Yeah. Yeah. They get to 90 wins. That's mega. And everybody should be talking about the pirates. Mm -hmm. I don't see that happening. I, they just did. They just didn't do enough with the starting pitching for that. To happen. Excuse right. me. Excuse me. <laughs> I just, they just didn't. Yeah. And, and, what does it take? They piece it together. What does it take to win the national league central? It was down last year. Will it be down again? We say it was down, but right. like you had two teams that just missed the. It was down, right? It's not yeah. the AL Central, but it's down. Yeah. What's it take to to win? I'm gonna look up the standings here. What do you think it takes? I mean, looking at what like the Reds are doing right now, and 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 the Cardinals are trying to get back on track. The Cardinals aren't going to be that bad two years in a row. I'm sorry. Cardinals added veteran pitching. Their whole problem last year was starting pitching. I don't think that they're incredible, but they've addressed it. 
Right, right. The Cubs are going to be, they're still going to be sitting there. How? They've done nothing. The Cubs are the worst team right now. Right. Well, I mean, not the worst team, but they lost impact players. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just, I don't know. They're, they got that coach. Yeah. Good. Um, Is he going to hit 300? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm still going to say it's going to take at least 88 to 90 wins. The Brewers won 92 last year. They've lost some pieces too, and they haven't added anything. They're looking at subtracting more. The Cubs are going to have to bring Bellinger back or something. They, they, I'm trying to think of who. I mean, they they're going to still have Seiya Suzuki and Ian Happ and Pete Crow Armstrong is going to be there for a full season if he's actually any good. But I mean, they've got holes too. They, they they're not improving. They lost Stroman. They, I don't know, man. Bellinger was huge for them. Mm-hmm. Huge. He absolutely was. I just, I mean, and they won 83 games too. So they went down. They've gotten worse than 83. It's true. Cincinnati was 82 and 80. They've gotten a little bit better. Although some of the moves they've made, man, I'm not like, they 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 spent money. But when you still look at it, there's still question marks, right? They're still the same kind of question marks the Pirates have. They're young players and they're they're like, if they do well, which is yeah, fine. I've liked the moves, right, that they've done. I mm-hmm. just, some of them still have question marks around them. I think that the excitement of them spending when nobody nobody else was is there, and so I'm not going to discredit it, but, you know, 82 wins. Well, if they're better, which they're probably going to be better, could I mean they could go to 88. St. Louis is the one that's really tough. They won 71 games. It's just not going to happen again, but what can they do? How many can they win? You know what I mean? Right. I, there's still a right. lot their outfield. I don't really know what they have in the outfield. Right. You know what I mean? I don't really know if I love it. Who did they just get for Palacios? <laughs> Who did they just get? Shoot. They sent him to Tampa Bay. Right. But I can't remember who who they got. Mm. I'm going to get there real quick. Real quick, I'm going to get there. They got Andrew Kittredge. So, yeah, I wouldn't have come up with that one. No, nah, I wasn't going to come up with that one either. So re- it got a relief pitcher, you know what I mean? Yeah. But that's one, That's outfield depth that they've they've lost, and they, you know, it is what it is. And they, and, they, and they shipped out, what's his name, to Boston? Yeah, what's his name? O'Neal? Oh, Ty- yeah, Tyler O'Neal, yeah. I, so I don't know. I mean, they they've got some question marks still on that team. They they haven't really. They're gonna have Carlson, Edmund, and the Jordan Walker. Yeah, I keep forgetting that Edmund's probably gonna play outfield, right? Brendan Donovan. They're gonna, you know, I, who's playing shortstop? I don't know. John? Okay. Huh? John. John. <laughs> some guy named John. <laughs> <laughs> Just the he won the the he won the raffle. <laughs> they still I don't know. Million, they probably got some. The thing is, is like yeah, I do, would play sure. Edmund at shortstop, and I'd still have. Um, is it Nolan? Yeah, Nolan Gorman. I, he might be playing second. So Donovan's in the outfield if he's playing second. I mean, they've got players. Yeah. 
Either way, what's it going to take to win the division? I mean, they've they 14 games. They're not getting to 90 with this squad. No. At least, I, I mean, I don't think so. Something else has to develop in the pitching in order for that to happen. Right. And they're going to have to go get somebody at the deadline or, you I know mean, what I mean? There's, there's a lot of talk of that. Is it Yariel Rodriguez? Is, is he still... Is he going to be a, a great starter? Yeah, they're the front runner right People now. Don't seems even know. To be People Toronto. don't even know if he's going to be a starter or a reliever. Right. He spent more time as a reliever. He's got the talent to be a starter, but will that translate in Major League Baseball? We don't know. Mm-hmm. But this team is saying we are going to push to win the division. And they should. They should. You're right. You should always go. I mean, you don't just want to say, let's sneak in. Right. <laughs> I guess. I guess that's a good point. You don't want to go in there and undersell your like you want to if you want to have a goal it should be a goal. Yeah. You don't want to say like let's be good. Yeah. You play as if your plan is to win the division. It's just interesting because like we're going to we're going to talk about that. You said that. Yeah. So that's the other thing is like yeah, you're going to go into the locker room, you're going to say that, but you came right out at Pirates Fest before you even had five starters. And you said our goal is this. And Sherrington said a couple times, we believe we're not done. He did say at one point, too, I thought this was interesting, too. He's like, there in years past, it kind of felt like when you got to Christmas, you were done. That mm-hmm. you've basically built your roster, and then January was all arbitration and re-signing and extensions, and then you were in spring training, and you were, you know what I mean, do, doing more of the extension talk and things like that. But like you were done building your roster around Christmas. And he's like, he even said like, for whatever reason, that's just not the case anymore. And some of the reasons I don't even understand, which was, you can pick that however you want. Right. Yeah. But it's the idea that like all these players are just saying, ah, we got time. And maybe that's what he's referring to. Hey, I'm offering you a contract today. Why are you waiting? Right. And maybe that's why he's saying, I don't understand. I've, I'm offering you this money. Take it so that we can move to the next step, so that we can build a team here. Right. You know what I mean? Like, what are you waiting for? And I, I could get where GMs could be frustrated with that. Yeah. I mean, they're trying to do their job, and you're preventing them from doing their job. Right. Um. I, I don't know, man. I. A lot of people still have the pirates in the cellar here. And and this is a team that, and I don't care what anybody else thinks. Let, let's just say that too. I don't care what anybody on the outside thinks. Right. But the fact that like most people are saying they're probably going to be in last place. And then this team's coming out here saying, our goal is this and we're serious about it. And I'm telling you, like they were serious about it. And when the players talked, they were serious about it. And it just yeah. felt, I don't, I, I don't think it's a disconnect. Like I think they're confident and I like that. I'd much yeah. rather see them be like that. They're giving us some sound bites, man. <laughs> They're giving us some sound bites. I don't know. Pirates Fest was fun. All in all, I, I had a good time. I like to see people. Um, I saw that some people stayed much longer than I did, and maybe I missed out on some things by doing that. Maybe I, I mean, that question and answer sure did give me a lot to talk about. Yeah. And uh, good thing, because we're not doing anything else to give me a lot to talk about. <laughs> we got to get you there next year. Hey everybody, uh, yeah. tell tell us how bad we should go to spring training because we're trying to make that decision too. Yep, we kind of already have 
an idea of when we would go. Yeah, we're just trying to we talk go. ourselves into just it. Trying to, yeah. Talk ourselves into spending the money to go down there. Um, that's all I have, man. You got anything else? I know I just kind of went off. I mean, you're you're good, man. I, you obviously had a lot more to contribute because you were there, right? Um, well, it was helpful, I, I, you know. I, I liked it. I liked going when I got to go. Uh, I was pretty miserable. No, I didn't say miserable. I still enjoyed myself, but it was definitely better at the convention center than it was at the stadium. Glad it made it back. Uh, I don't know if it was the same as it was. I remember being up on the stage for win it the minute minute to win it. Yeah, you did. You got yeah. minute to win it. Who was up there running? Evan Meek. Evan Meek. Mm-hmm. And you got to throw out a first pitch. Yeah. I, which, was the, which wasn't the grand prize. The grand prize was a 20-game package. I actually failed the last thing. It was like, keep three balloons in the air for a minute. I'm like, this, I can't. Never have been able to do that. <laughs> so I lost. But hey, you, here was my thing. I can buy a 20-game ticket plan if I really wanted to, set money aside, whatever, figure it out, and had to pay for it. You did that for a while, right? You but, split with some guys. You had a... Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. A, it was a full 82-game package, but I, I think I ended up with nine tickets each year. Yeah. But I mean, I could go out. I'm not saying I have the money to do it, but if I if I made the money to do it, I could go out and buy. I can't just go out and buy a first pitch. I see what you're saying. Justifying you know what, I mean? what you won, yeah, yeah. Justifying it. I mean, it felt pretty cool. <laughs> I had a good time with it. Yeah. No. That, that, um. Yeah, it was a pretty good time. I didn't. Uh, there was something that they did at the end of the day that was probably similar to that. It wasn't minute to win it, but I forget what it was called. Family Feud. I think it was Bucko Family Feud. Of course, yeah. that was probably them guys playing against each other. I don't really know if they were doing a lot of stuff like that, but yeah. I think it's usually, I've, I've seen them do that before. I think it's like the Bucko Family versus some fans. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, I don't know. I'd probably give it another shot before I just write it off. I liked seeing people. Uh, Katie mm-hmm. did make the comment at one point. Actually, she had two good comments. I will close them out with this. One of them was, I feel like we're just at a Pirates game, except I don't get to watch a baseball game. That's what it felt like to her. Like, there's all these things going on, except not a baseball game. <laughs> and maybe that tells you what autograph lines mean to her. You right. know what I mean? I thought it was cool that, like, the kids got to play Madden against the players. Yeah. But anyway, the other one was, Sherrington at one point made a comment to say, uh, why don't you ask Andrew McCutcheon... Um, why he resigned or something like that. Like it was like a, it was like a, you know, why don't people want to sign here or whatever? Or why do you have a hard, I don't know what, even how, how the question was. But anyway, he basically was like, go ask Andrew why he wants to be here. I think what he was, uh, what he was saying was he believes in what they're doing. Right. right. That was what he was insinuating. And Katie's like, because his wife's from Pittsburgh, she's pregnant with their fourth child, and you gave him $5 million. That's why he resigned with mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. <laughs> I was like, that's pretty That's pretty fair. He doesn't have to believe in it, but <laughs> he'll right. say what he wants you to say, what you want him to say, I mean. But, yeah, that was pretty funny. So that's good stuff. But that's, uh, that's all we have for this week. Um, I don't really know what we're doing next week, so I can't really promote anything, but... If you're on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Click the like button. Comment below what your favorite thing or what you were so mad about seeing other people who actually went about Pirates Fest. <laughs> Let's go, Bucks. Let's go, Bucks.
Thanks for listening to my dad and Uncle Jake on the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Bridge the Number Two Bucktober. Don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes are released. Clear the deck, cannonball coming, and let's go, Bucks!